Welcome to Color Me Happy. My name is Brandi Hofer. Thank you so much for joining me today. I sure do appreciate your time. We have in this podcast, Stephanie Brown Monroe come on and oh, I cry a little bit in this one, um, but that's kind of normal, I guess. I should say it's getting to the point where it's pretty consistent in the podcast and that is okay. Uh, after all, who said this to me? Someone's mom when we were teenagers. Um, laughing should be accepted and as natural as crying. No, crying. The other way. I always have a tendency to <laughs> F up sayings and titles. Okay, let's say that again. Crying should be as natural and accepted as laughing. There we go. Okay. Um, I'm very excited about this conversation because Stephanie has a beautiful vision for not only our community, but the world in general. And we really uh, discuss uh, the power of your why and the emotion behind your why. So I I have a few um, mantras that I believe in. Mine is my creativity is worthy and powerful. And I have something I read every day, um, and it says, Abundance and joy are your birthright. Everything you desire is coming to you in divine timing. You can have it all. All you need to do is affirm this every day. I am abundant. I am open to receive. My emotions are my ally. I am creative and adaptable. I release what no longer serves me. And this just helps me know that what I'm doing every day and moving forward um, was meant to be the way it was. And if I have my why and my vision of why I want that, um, I want a better world for my children. I want other people to connect to their, here I go crying again, to that creative part, that safe space, that that ally for their emotions. The I want people to connect to their joy and have an outlet for their fears and worries and yes so my creativity is worthy and powerful and I want other people to feel those same emotions that I have that I feel every day and I'm so grateful for that outlet and I want my children to have that outlet and so many as many people as possible so that is my why and I'm clearly very emotional and I believe in it, and I want it for others. So that drives me, that focus and that why pushes me through the hard times and and brings me back down to why I get out of bed in the morning. So I think you'll really enjoy this discussion with Stephanie because it is just, it's just a, a beautiful, you know, tribute to some very stunning people in our community and even if you're not from our community this will inspire you um, to reach out and connect with others wherever you are wherever you can in the world whether it be in person online there is a place for you to connect and find the people who will support you and see in you something that you don't even see in yourself and that is just Oh, it's so special. It's a beautiful gift. Um, this actually, this recording led me to, and you'll hear us talk about this other person, um, Lana Lane, and 
it inspired me to do a follow-up podcast. So uh, be sure to tune in next week. I haven't done it yet, but Lana's pretty special. And <laughs> why Stephanie and I are so inspired by her, um, you'll see. You'll feel it too. She is just... And even in my phone discussion with Lana, she recommended this video and and this 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 thing to check out and I wrote it down um it it was the two top reasons why the people who live the longest do live the longest so she'll talk about that um I won't tell you I want to tell you the two top things but um I'm gonna keep it a secret for mystery I'm going to be mysterious uh, so you'll have to stay tuned and get excited for next week. Um, speaking of empowering others and supporting uh, others, we still in the BHA gallery and a lot of works have sold and it's really beautiful. We have our Like a Mother collection in in our BHA gallery and it's full of stunning females from all over the globe who create these really powerful uh, works of art. So be sure to check that out under our uh, BHA gallery and our collections. And enjoy this episode. Or, you know, Good. so welcome. We're, I have Stephanie Brown Monroe here. She is the CEO of the Lloydminster Regional Health Foundation. And so we're just talking about uh, how nervous I get with intros. And so I stopped doing intros. And but I just killed it. I'm so proud of my sentence there. <laughs> um, and I do it in post recording. So then Stephanie started talking about um, her signature on her email, which I've seen many times because I I bombard her with emails. But just talk about uh, your signature and uh, continue why it's important to state all those things in in your in your sure. title. So, you know, I, it might not be the most professional um, signature line, but right underneath my name and where I work, I have the title of CEO, but I also have it CEO, comma, proud mom, comma, donor. I mm -hmm. don't, whoever that email is going to, I want them to know that, you know, the CEO isn't my only job. I am a very proud mom and that's another job that I do. And that I am a donor because, you know, uh -huh. obviously my job at the foundation is to fundraise for enhancements in healthcare. And I want people to be aware that I'm also a donor. So I'm not just coming to you to ask you for money. I want you to know that I'm right there with you. So yeah. I'm not asking you to support a cause that I don't already support. Uh -huh. And you know what? It's not something that, and that's so powerful. And I hope that there's, you know, we move past that, like, you know, you said it, maybe it's not unprofessional, but let's move past those like stereotypes and those things that we can be multifaceted and multidimensional and we can do all of these jobs and things and that we, it's, it's not considered unprofessional, like as a female that, you know, I do this, but I also do this. And, and I also care about this and, and I'm allowed to you know, be a well-rounded individual and have a family and have all these things, but also be an incredible boss, like, and, and CEO and, and, and powerful, you know, female individuals. So I think, uh, when it comes to that and in, in this day and age, it has to be 
because we all are multifaceted. There are so many levels of our life and we do like, I don't know about you, but like every day you're like, okay, just like take it down. What can we do today? Because oh. if, you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed with our lives. Like it's actually, it takes a very, um, it takes a woman to, to juggle this. We are a t proven scientific yeah proven fact that we're better at multitasking our brains are we utilize more of our brains power i Absolutely. love that no love that it's, like it's an innate inside of us right yeah just to be able to like you know the and my husband's amazing don't get me wrong but you know at the same time goes to work provides for our family extremely well but it's not usually him thinking about what we're taking out for supper the morning before like you know or the night before or anything like that it's just human nature and second nature and I don't see it as a obstacle or you know why am I having to do this you just do it and you just continue to truck along every day so for sure mm -hmm. I totally get mm -hmm. exactly what you said though it's just like we're natural multitaskers and we just do it well mm -hmm. and and I feel like you know that rise and and I think you know there was a really big shift especially in the last two years in the rise of like uh the ability for people's uh well we were kind of forced to all work from home so then i think there was a new respect and a new regard for you know how challenging it really is to be in a household but also be balancing that along with your work life and i kind of like i liked it i have to say like there was like a meme of like it was the guy with the weird eyes looking when everyone's like, you know, when, yeah. um, yeah, I forget what it said, but like something about like the life of like the stay at home introvert <laughs> and right? when everyone's calling it like the massive. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was struggling and I'm like, this is what I was doing before. <laughs> so, like, it hasn't really changed a whole lot. Right. Like I'm still, yeah. So I totally get it. But I think, you know, when you said, you know, that shouldn't be, um, you shouldn't have to say, oh, I don't know if it's really professional. And that's what it really comes back to is just giving ourselves grace, right? We need to all give ourselves grace and just, and each other that, you know, mm -hmm. I, it's not about being judged. If it makes you feel good, then it's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like it's the right thing to do, then it's okay. At the end of the day, like we're all going to make mistakes. Maybe it isn't the most professional thing to do from someone else's lens but for me it fills my cup right so mm -hmm. giving myself that little bit of grace just to be able to accept that I think what I'm doing is okay right and yeah. when you're doing and, you yeah exactly yeah. that's like my hugest thing and like a quality I look for in like friends and people I surround myself with is like authenticity and people will tell you that because I've spoken to them about it that being authentic and being genuine is like my biggest trait that I look for in people. Mm -hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. it took, I think that's why it took me such, such a long time to find a partner. Because I'm just like, if you say you're going to show up somewhere or do something, like, do it. Like, yeah. it is just like, or, you know, you say you want to. So I I totally agree with you. And I think when you're you're honest with yourself most of all you kind of just attract those people and they come naturally to you and then you develop these really beautiful relationships um 
for myself recently, I keep getting messages from uh, women from like England and just like weird places around the world. And they, they tell me their story of, you know, uh, losing their parents or, or their journey through um, educating children and how they did this huge, amazing thing. And, and then they're like, I would love to talk with you more and connect. And I think the more you feel empowered and are honest and true to yourself that these people just come out and, uh, and you can support them in their journey and they can support you. And it's pretty, pretty special. And I feel like we have a really beautiful local um, community who, who supports one another in that way. And as you know, because you see it all the time, right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I, I, and I, like when you said that it's so resonated with me, it's that when you are true and you're honest, then other people can be true and honest and they might've been holding back because they're afraid of judgment or they're afraid of ridicule or they're afraid of, you know, what the perception may be given of them. But if you're honest and open about, you know, what you've been through and your experiences and how you've gotten to where you are to being your true self, then it allows for so much more opportunity and growth for other people. And I agree with you. I, I'll go anywhere if I'm like on the West Coast or anywhere and I always advocate for Lloydminster. I always advocate it's the best place to live and I always compare it to um, living in the lower mainland. I know that sounds really weird, but I'm like, if you live in Coquitlam or Surrey or somewhere and you want to drive to another part of the lower mainland, it's taking you two hours to commute back and forth to work. Well, Mm -hmm. we live in this community that has all the amenities that we need. And if we want to drive two hours, we can go watch an Euler game or we can drive two hours in the other direction and we can go and watch something amazing at the Sastel Center or in Saskatoon. And, you know, and we can still be home the same night, but we can sleep with our door or our window open and not hear sirens. And our kids can ride to school on their bikes and we feel safe about it. There's just so many amazing things about Lloydminster. And I, yeah, so I compare it all the time. I'm like, you drive two hours to work when you live out here. You know, we drive two hours and we can have the exact same thing, but we can come home and still, you know, have that little bit of a safety security. You're a commute or a seven minute commute anywhere you need to be 12 tops. 12 (laughs) if there's traffic. Depends on the train, right? As people will say. It's pretty special. Um, I had the opportunity to um, do an artist residency. So an artist residency is where you go live somewhere for a bit and and paint and create a body of artwork or if you're a filmmaker you you write a script or whatever you're doing or you make music so it's a place for like quiet so i got to stay in this town where i thought was deserted yeah when i got there i was like how do i get to where i'm going there's no people it was so scary i was very young but i went there and you know our countryside and it's comparable to the countryside in France and it's quiet and it's beautiful. And we have those, like we have the sunsets and, and it's pretty special. It's a quite magical place and a special group of people. And in fact, um, so I talked about the health foundation in a recent motivational speech I gave to hundreds of women um, because I had, I had a, had a bad encounter with i don't want to say from where but not here (laughs) so they were judging where i was from and where i was based out of 
um, and saying I couldn't because of where I live. Um, so I had written a podcast and a motivational speech about finding your fire. And so I took that comment, like they said, so you're from the prairies. And then they just stopped like, but yeah. you're from, you know, you're from the prairies. I'm like, and yeah. And actually I just witnessed, um, my community raised like half a million dollars in like 12 hours and it is the most special supportive beautiful place and i would never be where i was today without the support of them and these awesome amazing outgoing driven like no barriers people and and it's pretty darn special so i don't know what happens where you're from but i'm pretty proud of where i'm from um, and you know, sometimes we get that judgment, um, when it comes to, you know, our provinces, well, we're a double province, so. For sure. <laughs> but, no, I yeah. hear you. Absolutely. So that's amazing. And thank you for like, I love when people advocate for our community because Lloydminster is just such an amazing place to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And And that support, like I would never be, be able to have a nice big studio or, or like pull off a project where I didn't have maybe enough experience, but people knew, like had faith in me and wanted to see me grow and shine. Like we see that happen all the time is opportunities are given to uh, those who, you know, you're like, well, we'll give you a shot. And we spoke about that when we first came on is, is um, speaking at the women's conference. And we had a very similar experience. They made us. <laughs> even though we weren't comfortable and we didn't want to, they're just like, hear us out. We want to hear your story and we think you have something to say, right? Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? For sure. Yeah. So I was super honored when they had asked me in previous years when I had been on council, I wasn't able to attend for a few years, but then this year I was able to. So when they reached out and after the pandemic and weren't finally able to meet in person, I was super honored, but I'm, even though it doesn't seem like it, I really am shy, like introvert. I, it takes me a lot to, we talked about it earlier, you know, it takes me a lot of courage to actually have a conversation with you right now. I know this conversation is easy, but when I know that it's going to be aired later on, it makes me feel No, I get like, even in an online meeting such as this, like I have a weird like sweat, like I sweat a weird smell because of that anxiety. So I totally, I totally get it. I'll come out of this soaked. If people thought like I, if you asked anyone, they would probably say like, oh my God, Stephanie is not shy in any way. But I really truly am. It, it takes work to be able to like have conversations like this. It really, it does, but it's so important. Right. And it's something that I think that I'm a lifelong learner and I want to learn and I want to grow and I want to build on my skills can do. And sometimes that means stepping out of your comfort zone, but, um, yes, the wonderful ladies, uh, from KT, they are just, they're rock stars. And I was going to respectively decline and just be like, no, there's way more people that are worthy of coming up and inspiring people than me. So, you know, I, I went and met with them and I just thought, yeah, this, like my mindset going in was like, thank you so much. I'm truly honored, but I will respectively decline. Right. And, but then they were just like, no, no, no. This is what it is. So laid back. It'll be great. It's after the pandemic. And you know, back on the stage in front of 300 people. 
Amen. You know, it's going to be about resiliency, but not about being resilient through the pandemic, just about resiliency in general. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. And then once I said yes, then there's just no turning back, right? I made a commitment. So, um, and it was great. It was a beautiful day and uh, on stage amongst other beautiful women and a room full of beautiful people. So I'm very grateful that I decided to move forward with it. But yeah, like the shy introvert in me was just like, and I guess it's about, again, learning who we are, right? And we talked about that earlier is just that, no, I am worthy of doing this, but we always like make ourselves seem like, no, we're not right? There's someone better suited for it, or there's someone that is maybe more inspiring, or the story they'll tell will be, you know, resonate with people in a different way. So just again, recognizing our own strengths and giving ourselves grace, right? Mm -hmm. Your inner critic is is shocking. And and, um, I think self-worth, it can hold you back more than anything else with invisible barriers or boundaries, you know, like more than anyone else can. Um, And that's kind of, it's just, that's why our community is a really really cool place. Um, Is there are women like that who reach out like Christine Alexander from, from uh, Lone Minster District Co-op and She's like, I would love you to represent Kindness Wins and do the shirts and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm not really like, I just like to make art in my house. Right. uh, And so she says something in me like as an advocate for uh, obviously um, bullying, anti-bullying and bullying and any sort of thing like that. And when you can support... uh, the young community, the young people in our community, that's close to everyone's heart because like all of us have been affected as young people or an adult. Right. So, um, that was an easy yes, but why are you asking me? Right. Like it's that self-worth coming back and like why, but it's been two seasons of it now. And it's just like, she saw something. I didn't see it at all. And it just like, it just blew up so huge. And it's when I saw like a 14 year old boy going by in one of the hoodies. And I was like, we're cool. We're cool. We we made something really cool. And it was special. And it just didn't occur to me till that moment. And now I see someone wearing those freaking, well, I wear them all the time. But like, I see adults and children wearing them every day. It's kind of crazy um I think it's so important to me and I think maybe you know when you say that is that you things that you've stand stood behind you know you've stood behind like the kindness and like the caring and all those things before it's not just a day right and I think that that's what people need to realize is that you know kindness and anti-bullying and all of these things social like it's not a trend this is how you should acting every single day you know this is how you should be living your life and you know like we have these days of recognition that are so important to remind us but this like none of these are trends right like the missing and murdered indigenous women and you know um every child matters all of these are so important things and yes we have a day that is designated to them and that is so important but we also need to realize that it's not a trend. It's something that we need to live by and in, 
embed it in our beliefs and who we are every single day. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I truly believe that I just like, and I want to, I want our community, I think for the most part though, we have like our community really does believe and get behind anything that needs to, whatever the biggest need is of our community, our community rallies together and mm -hmm. we support it and we make it happen. Like look, you look at those under 13 girls for the Lloydminster Blazers, like my heart, that makes my heart so proud that these young individuals come up with this concept and across everywhere in Canada and they win. Like how amazing is that, that our community can rally behind that and all of like Western Canada can rally behind that for them to win that for our community. Like it just, mm -hmm. yeah, Lidminster is amazing. Yeah, it is. And I, I totally, yeah, all, all of those, those days are recognized, but I was in a meeting the other day um, for LCHS for the art Academy that we're uh, mm -hmm. launching in the fall. And and we were talking about programming and what kind of programming we need to have for the youth. And I was like, it's still, there's still such a separation um, in the world. And, and I hope that the work that we're doing here and all the lengths that you're going to, because um, they do have some really special, uh, like Trisha Raleigh's going to some special, really special lengths to um, introduce like beautiful programming. And I was like, we can, you know, talk about it and, and do this and do that. But really the goal is like you said, one day that it won't be a separate thing that we, it just is like, it yeah. is the way that we will live and it will no longer be a thing. Now I'm going to cry, but no, like, but that's the goal is, is to, you know, we have to have the days because we do need people to support it right now because it's not the norm. It's out of norm to, um, it's, we're there's just a society separated and hopefully one day we can we can actually just be living in kindness and inclusivity and and um i think our youth is a lot better at it than we are and well we were obviously yeah. um and and hopefully it continues to evolve but uh you're right like it's some crazy amazing things have been pulled off and they're still pulling off being pulled off and i think um that it takes some really special individuals like such as yourself who who work so hard every day to have that life balance and i think that life balance when you're in that position um leaves a lot of room for compassion and and care and we need compassionate people in positions that can make change and spark change in our community sorry that was so long no. Honestly, but. so you know what, Brenny, my favorite song in the world is actually John Lennon, Imagine. So <laughs> it really is true. I like, I imagine the world like one day we'll live as one and that we yeah. all will be just, you know, that's how, and that's why I joined, like in 2016 to when I ran for council, I was just like, you know what, why, like at the end of the day, why am I doing this? So, and it was to make a difference. I just want to make a difference in the lives of our community. I want everyone to feel like they have a voice. Those people that, you know, feel like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who I vote for. Yes, it does. It matters who you put around the, those tables. It matters who you vote for because that's your voice, right? Mm -hmm. And um, because just, yeah, so just I'm passionate about our community and I just, I want to make the world a better place. And 
I think it is just about erasing this, like personally for me, it's like erasing the stigma, erasing these silos that we all need to work in separate things to make it work. I don't believe in duplication of services. I'm like, if one person is doing it well, let them rock it. And if you want to help them out, by all means, right? Or we don't need to do the exact same thing over here and work in like silos. Let's all work together to make this community even better than it already is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm about obviously fundraising for my organization and healthcare is like what I'm passionate about being a nurse and, you know, um, and tell people I couldn't sell a car for the life of me. But when it's something that you're passionate about, you know how much of an impact it has on our community. It's so much different. But I'm like, just for instance, I'm not meaning to like to my own horn, but like I signed up to run in the Stronger for Her run. Like I have no, I want to people to see me as a leader that is going to support other organizations and support our community. And I would hope that when the time comes, they're going to support healthcare in the same way. So, mm-hmm. you know, like even the day of our gala, uh, people are telling me I'm crazy. I only did a five, I only signed up for a 5K, but so I signed up to run the titanium like 5K in the morning, the morning of our gala. And I'm like, it's really? only 5K, I'll hammer it out quick. But I'm just like, no, you know what? They supported us in a way for our live stream that is unfathomable. If that yeah. community, if that running community had not stepped up the way that they did, I don't know that we would have been able to hit the $500,000 mark. And Mm -hmm. my heart just fills with like complete gratitude. But I mean, it's from our donors, right? Every like, but the community just rallied together. And I'm like, no, I'm, it's going to be a long day for me, long day before, but I'm going to show up and I'm going to show them that, you know, me as an individual, I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm doing this because it's what I want to do. And I want the community to recognize me as a leader who supports our community. I don't just stand for healthcare. I stand for our community. And I hope at the end of the day that people respect me because of that. Um, Because like I said, it's what the greatest need is of our community. And, you know, we can't continue to work in silos. We need to work in collaboration. And Mm -hmm. like Anna Lane, for instance, she's doing like um, her hub of healing at Grace United Church. I think that you've had some conversations with her um, I've been too. volunteering. Lana asked me to volunteer. Yeah. Um, and I did once. And then I I keep asking to go back because it's so fun. Well, and she's just getting everybody like all these like social programming groups and all these non profits all together in the same room to just like talk about how we can be better and not just talk though. That's the one thing that like Lana is like doing so amazing is just like She's a community champion too. And just so many people are. She's amazing. Um, she's amazing. I, like, I she's, admire her so much. We're not just getting here and talking about it. We're getting here. And then she like breaks you off into your groups. And it's like, okay, what's our action plan? Who's executing it? And then what are the results coming back to the next meeting? Like it's mm-hmm. so much different. So she's, yeah, she's like a, she's a rock star. I admire her for sure. In like, what yeah, she's doing. I, and really- like she could ask me to do anything and I'd be there. But like the things, first of all, I want to talk about uh, something you said way back, but your why. Yeah. When your why is strong, when yeah. you're, and it is an emotional, like um, it has an emotional attachment for you. Like your why is beautiful right? You're why you want to change not only your community, but the world. You want to make it a better place for your children. 
and yeah. other children. Um, and I think that is so essential to, you know, breaking out of your shell and breaking and doing things, even if you're scared and you don't know what you're doing, if you hang on to your why, it will just take you where you need, you need to go, you know? Um, and sometimes, right. and, and for me, like I, most of the time I'm like, I don't know what's, I kind of know, but I guess we'll figure it out. Right. And so yeah. it's been lucky, but a lot of people don't even get there. Like I'll say, yes, I guess. And, or I'm going to try this and put it out there and then figure it out. But a lot of people stop at the at the first stage, but if you develop like a mantra or your why, and you say it over and over every time you're challenged or every time you're, you're yeah. feeling, um, you know, that inner critic speaking to you, I think, um, you know, when you, when you just every day, like, or in a meditation or wake up and say it, or when you're, when you're feeling down, say it, I think it can really take you, take you further. And, um, so, she asked me to volunteer. I, I usually say yes to anyone who's asked me. Lately, it's been a lot. Um, like so much. Oh, Brandy likes to do this. Well, we're going to So about like 20 people have figured out that I'll say yes. <laughs> That's okay. Because every time I do something like that, it takes me, I learn something new, especially from uh, kids are volunteering. Like there's been some really beautiful like children who don't speak or very much or really introverted and to see them laughing because they're like creating um, has been a beautiful or just sitting with them and having these really long talks and um, and or like talking to their parents and they're like they work really slow and I'm like that's okay I have I have some friends in the art community who take like they only make one to five paintings a year like the, yeah. You know what? The beautiful thing about artwork is that it only needs to be what you make it. It doesn't need to be anything else. It's unique to each individual. And so I have to thank Glana for, you know, connecting to how passionate I am about, about those things. And, and I was like, should I volunteer? What am I going to do with these kids? And then I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's actually, no, we have like an endless amount of stuff to do. This is super fun. Can I come back and can we do this, please? Right. And honestly, there's like, there's so many amazing women in our, in this community, but like Lana, I actually haven't known like on a real, like close level for a very long. And she's just like instantly someone that I'm like, I respect you. You are genuine in your intention. And like, it makes me almost want to like literally make me want to cry just because that's like the type of people that I want to fill my life with is people mm -hmm. that I like from the instant that I, you tell me what you're doing and that what you tell me what you want to do. It's just like, you're authentic. There's nothing in what you just said that was going to enhance your life, enhance you in any monetary way, enhance you. And that doesn't like, that's not to be discouraged, but you know, just she's doing this because she cares. And like 100% genuine. And, you know, for me, it's like when you just mentioned how, you know, you were doing artwork at Grace United or wherever it was, and that um, this child that maybe didn't have, had some verbal capabilities, and you heard them laugh, like that warms my heart. And that would be enough just to fill my cup for that, you know, just to make me want to continue doing it. So I, I see why, like, it's so important for you to continue, because when you see what you do as an individual 
making a difference in the lives of others, that's that's the win, right? Mm-hmm. And um, for me, anyways, that that's my win. And like our door at our house is always open, and the kids like it's Mama Monroe. Like all the kids' friends call me that. Like they know <laughs> that it's like a safe place, and I hope that they always know that if they're in trouble, that anything that I'm there for them. You know, I, we have four kids and so we already have like our hands full, but at the end of the day, I'm there for all of them, honestly. Right. Mm. I I just always want all of my kids friends. And I think because my parents made that available when we were young, that our house was always the safe place to go. And I remember when we were little or younger, my, like some friends of ours would say like, oh my gosh, when I get older, that's the relationship that I want to have that like your parents are always like cuddling on the couch or watching TV together. and They're always together and, and they still are. So like the other night, my daughter and I, we were driving home from somewhere and I see my parents and they're out, out for a walk together, you know, and they're just like, that's just how it is. And that's how they always have been their best friends. And um, it's like an amazing relationship. And so growing up, our door was always open to all of our friends. If everyone was going to go someone's house, it was just naturally at our house. Right. And so it was just always welcoming feeling and not because my like we didn't grow up in a big lavish home or anything like that but it was just that feeling feeling that like you're always welcome and that's mm-hmm. something that i just want to create for my kids is that you're, you're always welcome go into the fridge that's like come in you don't need to knock like you are welcome here just as much as anybody else and if we're your safe place that's amazing mhm mhm and that's that's so special and i think uh it says a lot about you as a person and a parent and when you create that space like your kids will be open with you and they won't feel the need to like you know lie about where they're going or if you know what was i listening to something where they're like make your house the cool house so the kids because they're there with you And instead of, you know, because I am, I'm absolutely terrified because of myself as a teen, um, (laughs) the teenagers for my own children, because of the trouble I got into secretly. And so I'm just like, I just can, I want like the cool place to be here or in our neighborhood, because we have got this insane neighborhood with so many kids. (laughs) But um, yeah, I want to make that the hangout spot because even if it's messy even if it's like a little too much because yeah having multiple children is too much and every day is too much but you you figure it out and you you really just want them around like um because well you know and like some days i'm like I hope the window wasn't open when I just yelled at you guys because I just got home and all I asked for you to do was empty the dishwasher, right? And uh, but at the end of the day, it's like you know what I I'm I'm yelling, but it's not because and I don't do it often, but I'm like it's just it's natural. But to be able to say to them after, you know what, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have yelled, is also like it takes a big step, right? Um, mm-hmm. To be able to do that, but yeah, no, I always want our home to be the place, and like you said. It's going to be messy. It's going to be, you know, there's fingerprints on the wall some days. There's, you know, and that's just how it is. But it's okay. If it's a safe place and a safe place for the kids to come, uh, I love that, right? And 
at sometimes at lunchtime and like, yes, everything like food's expensive. Things are getting to be so much more with inflation and with whatever. But I'd rather my daughter and her friends drive to our house at lunchtime and hang out at my place and know it's an okay place to be and that it's safe. And if they leave their dishes in the sink at the end of the day, that's okay. For the Mm -hmm. most time, they clean up after themselves. But, you know, that they felt safe enough to come to our house and to be there and it just it warms my heart and um yeah it just makes me feel like it's what i had growing up and i wouldn't want it any other way to be quite honest yeah so you grew up in lloydminster did yeah 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 and so it's yeah. funny like you said you know like there was but i mean things have changed and times have evolved a little bit so there's always some little things that you like maybe secretly did behind you know that you were like oh i don't want my parents to find out about that but one thing my mom always said to me is that if there's everything anything you do in life always think about the fact would you want me to find out about it so is it would it ever be something that you would be ashamed for me to know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and i've kind of like always stuck with that like even in day-to-day decisions, like, would I be ashamed for my mom to know this? And, you know, I never really do anything like that would affect it in any way like that, but it's true. And I tell the kids, like, you know, I tell my kids today that, um, first of all, I tell them that nothing in life is more important. No job for your dad, no job for myself, no car, no career, no anything is more important than you guys. So if they're, if you ever need us, you're number one. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I tell them is that same thing that my mom told me, you know, when you're making decisions in life, if there's any ever anything that you would be ashamed or embarrassed to tell us as your parents, first of all, you always can. But second of all, think before you're doing it then. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's obvious- And I think that's right. Right. Thinking. Right. And yeah. anything. Just think for a second before. Yeah. Before and, you know, I think the, the I, video of smokers lungs, I was like, just they're very little, but I was like, this is lungs, healthy lungs. Yeah. These are smokers lungs. Well, but you just want to be like, I just want to raise human beings that are like good people right? Yeah. That are good, genuine exactly. people. And I, I remember one time it's at, uh, and I, I told her this the other day, actually, I ran into her, the kids pre-K teacher taught them, or the kids had the exact same kindergarten, kindergarten teacher, all four of mine, out of special request, because she was just amazing, Julie Berg. And she told me one time, because I was like, oh my gosh, like, how are they at school? Because like, at home, sometimes like, they're like, not whatever. And she's like, you know what? If they act the way they're supposed to out in public, if they act the way they're supposed to in school, if they act the way they should be with other people and are polite, and and that's what your kids are, that you're doing everything right. If at home they like yell or they scream or they maybe have a tantrum, at home is their safe place. So everything that they bottled up during the day, they took that home maybe, but they didn't take it out on their peers. They didn't take it out on their teacher, their frustrations. They kept it until they got home. And the reason that they did that is because at the end of the day, they know that that love is unconditional mm-hmm. and that they have the ability and the freedom in their safe place to act how they will. And it's okay. And that's sometimes why your kids may act out at home, but if they're acting out appropriately everywhere else in public and where they should be, then you're winning. And so I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? 
And so I always remind people, I'm like, if they're like some of my friends that have younger kids and they're, she's like, oh my God, today has just been, I'm like, cause it's, cause you're their safe space. You're their safe place. Yeah. You're, you're the person that they know no matter what, they can act however they will with their frustrations. They maybe can't get it out verbally or don't know how to express it at home and with you. So you're winning as a parent. Like, even though it seems like you're failing at that moment in time, you're winning. And I like, I literally, it's just been instilled in me. And I, I truly believe what she told me. And because um, I do, I think that that's why kids will act out at home sometimes is because your love, a mother's love, a parent's love is unconditional and it's okay, uh, right? Uh -huh. It's okay because they know it and they can take their frustrations out. And sometimes they just need like a big hug and it's okay, right? I find that like, I read a lot of um, parenting things, just like I subscribe to things just yeah. because you should, you should always be learning. And, you know, yeah. traditional ways or ways we learn maybe weren't the the best way to go all the time you know so i like to read and, and hear different points of view but a lot of times when kids are acting out and they are you know what you're right they just do they don't need a yell they don't need a timeout they don't they actually need the opposite they need like a hug and some love or to laugh or like that i have one who's very like you, everyone reacts to him the opposite way you should react to him. So I've learned so much from him because I have become not, not a manipulator, but, um, it is manipulation in the best way. Like how, how do I connect with you? Like figuring out different ways of connecting with you because the traditional way is not working here. Right. Um, so, right. Like, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so it's been a different thing. I had a really, and I can only say very little about this, but I did have a really powerful meeting, like I said, uh, about our art academy. And um, so she was speaking about a young person and they got into some major troubles. So, and they didn't have a safe space or a safe home. And she said, you know, I can't help but think if we had some programming like this or a safe and creative space in school because school was their safe place that they wouldn't have turned out the way they did because those people and that programming wasn't available. And this is what, and then she's like, and this is what we're leaving up to you. I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. I, and it's so scary, but it's true. Um, and another example, how a, a amazing woman saw something in me that I didn't see in myself that I do every day is see confidence and, and laughter and, and um, just through a different way of people expressing themselves can deal with so much um, in a non-traditional manner. So they you know, doing that with my own children. They're like, we want you to do this with actually all the, ch all the children <laughs> and create, that, you know, show up for them in that way, because um, it's just the way our society has like, especially with curriculum and, and, you know, it's so based in like, please be quiet and, and no, there's no room. There was no room for individuality or creativity. It's like, you must listen and learn this. Um, 
but there's so many cultures and there's so many different ways um, that each culture learns and individual families learn that creativity is kind of a bridge and um, a way and a safe space for people to be themselves. So, for sure. Um, so, how really old how old's your oldest? Seven. Seven. So I remember when we first connected just downtown and we both had like the same vision for, you know, like we need to revamp our downtown. There's so many beautiful downtowns all over like Canada, right? And like how much art can beautify your downtown and how much it can empower it. And, um, you know, so then I've over the years, you know, through social media and different things and through the pandemic and even just watching you and watching you incorporate your kids into your artwork and watching you like include them in like your day-to-day -day. and it's not like it's okay to get messy it's okay to be like i don't need to be washing their hands every second minute right i see like that is such a beautiful thing so i see it i i see it how christine from the co-op does i see it how tanya probably does and like all these people that see it in you because it's a beautiful thing to create art, but it's an even more beautiful thing to create, create art as a mother and instill that love of creativity in your children. And I can see why they want to incorporate that to like a larger span of kids because it's amazing, right? So I see that beauty in you too. And I think anyone who maybe probably follows your social media and what have you sees that in you as well. And there's so many amazing people in our community that have so many amazing qualities and we just need to like enable them, right? Enable mm -hmm. everybody to be able to show like what their innate things are and like what their genuine qualities are of who they are. Mm -hmm. and, and celebrating like and connecting. And, and, and I believe what you said too, like working together and not competing yeah. and and when Lana puts groups like that together, she's very good at like, yeah, facilitating Absolutely. Um, people and seeing those qualities and then like, like, um, and then making people shine. She'll walk up, she can walk up to like hundreds in front of hundreds and just think of what to say. And I'm just like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's from. The end of the day yeah. it's about collaborating it's about community it's about not working in silos and just like that nothing is a trend what you're doing today yes maybe it needs to evolve but we always just need to remember that like the base and like your why and your purpose that if that is your why then you need to live that every single day if your mm -hmm. why is that you want to make our community a better place if your why is that you want to be kind if your why is that you want to whatever that is, like genuinely live that every day. Don't just mm -hmm. put it on as a face in the public eye. Don't just put it on when, you know, you may be speaking at a conference or you may need to in front of a board or you may need to to win a certain bid on something, right? You live that mantra every single day in every single action that you do. I truly believe that. And I, I just hope that one day, you know, we'll continue to be able to have these days of recognition that, but that, it'll always be something that's top of mind. All of these like cultural diversity issues and um, everything, like let's celebrate everybody every single day because mm -hmm. everybody, everybody brings something to the table. World mm -hmm. would not be amazing if we had 
24, like everybody was a Brandy Hofer or everybody was a Stephanie Monroe or everybody was a Lana Lane, right? We need the diversity in our community that we have. And that's what makes it so amazing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I even look around like our leadership and our community for like our council table. And I look around there and I'm like, that's a diverse council. You know, everybody brings something different to the table. And I think that's so important. And in anything, um, so yeah, I just, I, anyways, I just want to say that I see what other people see in you. Um, and so I, I don't, I know it's like humbling, but uh, I do see it. It's as hard well. to hear and listen. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to hear, right? But You're being very kind. Thank you. Um, but I want to talk to you about, <clears throat> you are very kind. Um, and it's been such a pleasure getting to know you more in the past few months. And um, I think, too, is when people think, you know, they have nothing to give. And this comes back to your signature and the donor and your why is giving doesn't always mean money. Giving doesn't mean a monetary amount. I mean, that's great, too, if you can. But giving means time. Giving can be a compliment. Giving can be... There is nothing more powerful and nothing that can lift you up more. And on a selfish level, which you need to be selfish sometimes, than giving. Nothing, receiving, meh, giving, if you just live your days giving, things will come to you. You don't even have to think about it. But giving is one of the most beautiful, powerful things. And we all need to practice it. And the world will be a better place when you you think about your why and you, you give all that you can to a level where of course you're taking care of yourself, but, um, it's just, yeah, I always listen to Jen Sincero. I don't know if you've listened to or read her books. She's like, there's nothing more powerful than a giver. (laughs) Um, so I listen to them over and over. So like now it's to the point where, you know, it's, I hear her all the time. So it's become like next level, but like, I love you're a badass. And she writes this one called you're a badass at making money because it took me such a long time to even feel like I deserve money. So she's like, you know, it's not about anything else. It's about who you had to become to get to where you are. Um, So she's not talking about the change of like, you know, it's great to see your, your, you be able to not worry about grocery money or, you know, things that I've been worrying about when working hard, so hard to for years, but instead know that it's just a renewable resource. So shifting mindset, it's about who you had to change and not change, but transform and what kind of person you had to become to know that you're worthy of those things. And um, it's just, a really uh, powerful thing. And um, yeah, so people kind of pick up on those, those vibes, you know, and um, they support you and you support them. And it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, but it's amazing. It's, it's yeah. not it's kind of cool. It's really, it's, it's truly amazing, right? It's like, mm-hmm. once, because once you feel empowered, then really like, there's nothing stopping you, right? Like, just, and it doesn't matter that you live in a little prairie town, right? It's it's who you are and what you bring to the table. And yeah, so um, so that's awesome. And it's like you said, 
you're embedding in and you have to say it day after day sometimes your why right so listening to these podcasts and listening to these inspirational people that are really like life-changing and shifting your mindset more successful and you mean i mean success isn't always monetary success is filling your cup right and Mm -hmm. um success looks so different for so many people and for me it's just like living my purpose and Mm -hmm the best version of myself that I can be. And to me, that's being successful. Um, when I got this position, I, it's funny because my husband literally said to me, um, like, and then we were chatting, the kids were talking about what they wanted to do when they grow up, like when they are ready to go off to university and, um, you know, one wants to be a pharmacist, one wants to maybe do something in psychology, one wants to do whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, I want to get my doctorate. And uh, Justin was like, looks at me and he's like, do you think that that's like necessary? And he's like, like, I think you've kind of peaked. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I know, like, no, I just, I always want to continue to grow and not because it's like, I want to be doing something else. I'm not want to be a physical, like a actual like physician. I just want to have my doctorate, whether that's in like political science or philosophy or whatever it is. It's just like a personal goal. And I don't care if I'm 70 when I get it. It's just a goal that I want to achieve in my lifetime, right? And Hmm. I think it's important for like, so I have three girls and a boy, and I think it's important for me to show them that, you know, it doesn't matter what you, like whatever your goals are, whatever your dreams are, that like keep stars. It doesn't matter, like if it seems like you are already having like where you need to be, keep on, keep on having aspirations, keep on having goals. And, you know, that's what like keeps me going. And, um, yeah, just for me, it's, yeah. So it was just funny though. Cause he, and I was, I took it like a little bit, like, are you kidding me right now? Like, yeah. <laughs> but, but I got over it, but it was like, I was a little astonished that he said it, but, um, yeah, it's like, you put it, you put, you told him where to go. I'm sure yeah, you're like, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I did. I was like, told my mom, and like, I'm like, mom, can you believe Justin just said this to me that he thinks I've peaked? And she's like, well, I don't think he meant it that way. And uh, like, yes, I know. Like, but slow just, down, enjoy what you're doing for one second. And that's all. And that's all that he meant was just like, yeah. you know what? I'm proud of you. And I realized that later on in the evening <laughs> that really it was just like his way of saying, you know what, Steph, I'm proud of you. Where you you've worked hard to get where you're at. And, you know, like, just, just roll with it, you know, and like, you don't need to just stay there for a while. And it's yeah, not that I want to pray for one second where you're yeah. at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no, then, I totally yeah. get it. I'm a sort of, I call it the shiny squirrel, but people get what I mean when I see it, say it. Yeah. The shiny squirrel is always like, well, I yeah. would like to do this. I'm just like, hold right. on. Um, like, just live in the moment for a moment. Appreciate yeah. where you are and revel in what you do have and like it what i'm doing right now is just going to like and i may be here forever i may retire here i don't know but just because i have that doesn't mean that i still don't want to get my doctorate behind the scenes at some point in time right Mm -hmm. for my own self whatever but yeah how he how he worded it and how i interpreted it was completely different so but sometimes um, when people say those things to you it's kind of good in a way because you know, they light a fire under you. You're like, yeah. you think I can't? Well, <laughs> I will show you. That's exactly. You know, that's exactly. Who you're talking to? 
right now. A hundred percent. That's totally what it was. And just because like the kids were talking about like post-secondary that that's why like the conversation came up and, but it's not like my family, everybody always knows that it's something that I like strive to do in my life. And like I said, I don't care if I'm 70 when that happens, but um, yeah, it's just a goal that I have. So but, wow. working at the, but working at the foundation right now, I am so happy and so content. And since I've taken on this position, I've probably been working 50 plus hours per week. And, but you know, it hasn't, my stress level has been like decreased, if that makes any sense. Um, and I think it's because I'm passionate about what I'm doing. And I truly work with an amazing group of individuals. Um, the board is amazing for support. And I know that the community supports us in every way possible, right? Mm -hmm. So it's oh. just been uh, a whirlwind in the last few months. We're like thrown right into gala. So if anyone's listening and they haven't got their gala tickets yet, please go and purchase them. Uh, we sell the few right. tables. To so I invited you. I wanted to support the gala. So everyone, <laughs> that's why I do the intros and the sign off because sometimes I get so excited about my guests. And we get so caught up in conversation. And I'm like, oh, our topic. Oh, it's like well, honestly, though, Brandy, we could talk for probably hours and we could I just know. talk about different things because you know, when you have like-minded individuals, then that are on the same like vision. So, but it's different. Yes, you're into art. Yes, I'm like healthcare based. Um, but at the end of the day, we just want our community to be stronger and healthier. And mm -hmm. I, I truly believe that wholeheartedly that a community is only as strong and healthy as the people that are in it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I will resonate with that over and over and over again, because we need strong people. We need leaders. We need like-minded individuals collaborating together, talking, communicating, having conversation, building one another up telling each other, hey, did you know that she does this? Hey, did you know that this person does this? And to like get the word out and um, just like, and I, mean, I hope one isn't like, whoa, Steph sure toot my horn in this thing. But I just like, I'm definitely centered. I'm like, you better listen to this episode. <laughs> just like, so true. I'm like, I've just really connected with her in this like last short while. And I'm just like, what you're doing is just amazing. You know, and it's not just like bringing people together. It's about acting on a thing, right? And um, that's what's so important is like people can talk all day long, but if you're not going to act and live every day, like you said, like your why, then you're really not being authentic and you're really mm -hmm. not being genuine, right? And well, that I think it just, it's, it, it, there is a bridge between everything. Like you said, really? like we're different, but is it really different like empowering people and supporting people in health or like when you when you talk about like um mental health like creativity is a huge tie-in for mental health like what do we do when we're feeling upset or down like we turn to the arts we turn to drawing we turn to painting we turn to music we turn to video we turn to like the arts and and the way people are creative and express themselves is around you every day i can name 10 things in your background that's creative like people love to garden that's a way of them being creative someone designed that clock that's art licensing like someone made that board behind you and like 
do you know what I mean? Like, and then there's photography and it's just such an umbrella and it does. And, and when we work together and create these bridges and create these um, ways that we, we are alike and we find them because they're there uh, is, is pre pretty cool. And this, this podcast will be called <laughs> a dedication to Lana Lane. <laughs> It's just no. it's so important to not work in silos. Like that's like, it's, it's just, it's, I felt like it for so many years, right? It's just like when you work in silos, that's when you have one group doing something and the other group over here doing something the exact same. And it's a duplication of services. And why wouldn't we have just communicated, collaborated together, made the force that much stronger and that like that much better for our community, right? So it's mm -hmm. about communication. It's about collaborating. It's about living your why. It's about being genuine. It's about our community. It's about like so many authentic things that, you know, I think you and I have in common that we just want to make the world a better place, right? Yeah. Whether that's through like art, through healthcare, through anything. And I like from your very first breath to your last breath, you're always going to need healthcare, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so that's why it's like, and bringing your kids into the world, you know, you you need you, you need the assistance of healthcare, right? And it's it's so important for us to have a strong healthcare system, but it's so important to have all these other things too that encompass into our mental health. And like my one of my daughters, she struggles a little bit. And you know, if there if she didn't have music, if she didn't have art outlets, if she didn't have the ability to be able to utilize some of those things, like it would be, it would suffer she would suffer health-wise even more. Right. So mm -hmm. it all intertwines with one another. Everything intertwines with one another. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm so grateful for you asking me to be on here today and chat with you. And um, I, we literally could talk forever. And I, could, <laughs> I know I, and it is beautiful. And we're so lucky. We're super lucky to have like, um, such a, a great foundation um in so many ways and i'm just i know we probably we i have a photo shoot so i do have to go and i know you're very busy and you have to go but okay. um we do like my i lost my mother in 2014 and we yeah. just have a like the healthcare system and um and the facilities in our community alone and the work that you have have done uh it's just so important and so beautiful. And I just, it was, it's, it's so important because, you know, at the end of the day, we do, we do all need it. Um, and it will happen one day, maybe not tomorrow, but it's always, always there. And at some point in your life, you're going to turn to it. And, um, yeah, I just remember the last night, like we had beautiful support and beautiful. We sang to my mom, speaking of creativity, like in hard times. And all we could do was sing. We sang and my brother and sister are musicians. And um, the nurse was just like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But the they were so supportive. The facilities were great. And, and it provided that safe haven for a family who was going through something that changed their life forever. So, um, it, what your work is important and the work of the board and um so we need to do these beautiful these events are fun and they're beautiful but they're also important um okay. for 
when you will uh, encounter that time of need um, where you support uh, families that need you in that moment that they weren't expecting. So thank you so much. Um, and again, it's been such a pleasure to get to know you on an even deeper level. And yes, we could talk about so much more, <laughs> so many things. But um, so support the foundation. June 4th is their gala. Uh, you can get tickets right online. I got my table today right online. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, a few clicks later. And, um, and getting my table of fierce females. My husband's like, I don't want to go. And I was like, great, you weren't invited. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> not that, but you know, yeah. when you have lots of kids, you're like, it's just easier if one of us stays and one of us My goes. husband won't be there either. He's taking my daughter to Calgary for basketball. So there you it's, go. It's the way it rolls, right? Divide so, and conquer. Exactly. Um, Truly so, honored for you asking me to be on here. So thank you so much for the conversation today. Okay, take care. Take care. Have a great day. Okay, so be sure to tune in next week when we are chatting with Lana Lane. And thank you, Stephanie, so much for that beautiful discussion. I'm sure you all are walking away from this super inspired. I know I am. Um, and I just, I feel empowered. And I know that there are people out there because I I come across them every day. They reach out and I reach out to them and and um, the more you connect with your why and who who you believe you can be and others will support you in your journey. So be sure to really think about and you can write out your why and your visions for where you see yourself and who you want to be or who you want to become or how you can evolve uh, using the tools at hand and the person you are today. Um, and grow as an individual and inspire others. It's really powerful and I see it for you and I believe in you. Um, so also you can support, if you are a local, you can support the Lloydminster Regional Health Foundation. You can straight up donate. <laughs> you can straight up donate or you can come and meet some really beautiful, stunning people from our community. Uh, you can buy a table, you can get individual tickets. Um, Myself will be there with some beautiful friends. I'm happy to support this cause. Uh, as you heard, um, it is near and dear to my heart. So yes, please check them out. Um, if you just, just Google it, <laughs> just Google it. I had it up earlier. Um, I'm guessing it's Lloyd, Hel here we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's what happens. We always have things at our fingertips of course it's um right lrhf.ca events gala um and they also have um a community 5050 i see here so you, there's many ways you can support them and um and and check them out so thank you stephanie so much for coming on again i sure do appreciate your time and everyone's time here and I'm so honored to be a part of such a beautiful community, um, locally and online. Uh, you all support me and I really, really appreciate it. I think the more we move together um, and, and share our kindness and our visions, that we can truly change the world and make it a better place. 
So, yeah, <laughs> here I go, not wanting to say goodbye again, um, but I just do love being here with you so much. So we'll chat soon, friends.